At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Okay, escape route is crucial, just in case somebody is tailing us or even chasing us, as the case may be. We can't be sure how it is going to happen. Do you think we're going to be chased tonight? That's a good question. No, I don't think we're going to be chased. I'm just being hypocritical here. However, I will say, Bob, please don't interrupt me, man, because I'm trying to stay focused on this stuff. You're responsible for the external situation tomorrow, streets and the getaway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. excuse me. The are the explosives really necessary here? I think it'd be a lot more simple if I just walk up to the door alone. I, I think that that would be Why are you undermining me, man? How much bullets does this thing take? Bob, look, I'm paying man. attention. God damn it! You're not paying attention if you're messing around with the gun. Now quit! I'm, Anthony, just keep the gun on the table. Keep, look, I, I can't focus look, unless the gun, gun is on the table. Well, you I just paid it. for it. Shut up, man. Shut up. I'm warning you now. Be quiet, please. It's true, Dignan. I paid for the gun. Say it again. Say it one more time. Say it again. Repeat what you just said. I paid for the gun. <sighs> He's out. You're out, too. And I don't calm think I'm down, any okay, No down. gang! Hello, 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 hey! Hello! Podcast! Podcast! Time to do another podcast, yeah. Hello, hello. Let's dick around for a little while longer. Shut up. <laughs> Been a while. Have you heard any more about the uh, mineral well stuff? Did that guy ever? Man, I've failed. Failed on a lot of fronts, but yeah, one of those fronts is following up with that guy. We need to hit that guy up. I definitely want to go out there soon. We do. I don't feel like, I guess I just think that the last couple of times, it just seemed like it couldn't happen before then, so I just hadn't hit him up. Plus, I mean, the dude's dad died, so. Yeah, no, I don't. Why are you? Ain't ain't no. Way to go, Matt. Ain't no judgment going on here. I'm just saying I want to go out there. Sound like some judgment to me. Um. Want to wear all black and sneak into the baker? Man, he he claims that crazy water is ten times as yeah. I want to see that. That crazy water. Why don't you start by telling me 
the emotions that are going through your mind. It is a uh, as you realize that you <laughs> have officially offed yourself. The longest-running KLIF employee. <laughs> yeah. After me. I'd so I survived so many firings and... New program directors. New program directors. I faced them all. Um, but yeah, as, as of June 9th, I will no longer be employed by Cumulus Media Dallas. Dun, or... Dun, or dun. Or KLIF in the smaller sense. Dun, dun, dun. It's weird, man. And it's not even, I'm not even leaving there to go to, I mean, I would feel probably different about it if I were leaving just to go to a different radio job, but I'm if not. If you're doing what I do and just hoe myself out <laughs> to every radio available. Just be the, yeah, the radio version of a hobo. Um, That's what you think of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be out of it altogether. It sank in when I like made the decision because it was always kind of floating around. Like if I got a full time offer from the other gig that I was working, it would most definitely be better pay and you know more reasonable in the sense of better insurance, better vacation, just better in general. And uh, so I always had the idea that. There was going to come a day when, if you know, it was likely that they were going to give me a full time offer and I would take it, and it was kind of out, out there in the in the ether. But probably in the last couple of months, it, it started getting like real, like, hey, this is probably going to happen at some point pretty soon. And in the last couple of weeks, it was like, well, we just kind of got to get all the pieces in place, but any day now. And so, yeah, last week they were like, all right. Pull the trigger, and so I had the last Friday. I went in there and I said, "I'm out." I gave him three weeks, which I think is pretty reasonable. But when I had to actually on Monday turn in my official letter of resignation and say I will no longer be employed by radio, um, that was tough. That was tough, especially considering like I've got cassette tapes from when I was three. Of making my own radio shows, which is kind of what we're doing here. So, you know, in a sense, I feel better about it since there's, there's no way this is as good <laughs> as whatever you were doing. I was thrown out. I had a character called Matt P.I., which I actually took with me into kindergarten. I took that IP with me into kindergarten and was signing it on my uh, on my homework or my assignments, Matt P.I., and they are like, please stop signing Matt P.I. They had to talk to my mom, who was a, a teacher at the school, and they were like, please tell your son to stop signing Matt P.I. Um, and then you immediately changed it to Dirk McGurk. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I was recording, like, I don't even know. I I need to go back and listen to them and probably convert them so that we can bring that to the masses because I think it's pro- there's probably some gold in there. But uh, I was a private investigator, as all kids want to be. And, uh, you know, breaking down, I was, I guess, heavily influenced by noir or something like that. It's kind of been what I've been doing my whole life. And to think that I'm not going to be at least earning a paycheck from that uh, is weird. And But, again... <laughs> I mean, the paychecks are coming <laughs> from this gig right here. Yeah, I, if it weren't for... And I've been saying this over and over again, but if it weren't for this... 
then that decision would have been a lot harder. And also where I'm going, there, uh, it's a it's a PR firm, and part of part of the gig is going to be really kind of bolstering their podcast division, and they're wanting to put a lot of some resources and some like kind of gas on that fire. And so I'll be getting the chance to help set up a new studio and decide where that department goes in a sense. So I'll be, you know, stretching my legs creatively in that sense. And that'll, that'll be all right. But uh, I won't have that, you know, going into a studio and going live on the air kind of thing going on, uh, which is hard. I don't know. I mean, you bounced around from radio job to radio. Not, I don't mean that pejoratively, but I mean, like, you've been down this road, especially in the sense when they were chopping off heads. And I don't think at that time, what was that? Twenty Was that 2012? Or was that before then? When I officially got canned from KLIF. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2012. And there wasn't anything lined up after that, right? Or like, at, at that particular moment in time? It was out of the blue, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't guess I've ever really talked to you about like what, what you did post that. How long were you out for before getting some, Ooh, I milked that cumulus check. Yeah. Um, at a severance package and that made a big difference. Yeah, that helps. And the crazy thing is I had a daughter that was three weeks old when it happened. Yeah. Not really the best time for that kind of shit to happen. I mean, there never is. Um, but but it, certainly it not then. It completely, flipped, uh, it completely flipped the script for me in terms of... Um, I will say this, like I was totally depressed about it. Like I had felt like that radio station was mine. Yeah. I mean, I had survived so many different incantations and program directors and people coming after me. Hostile takeovers. Yeah, for real. Like yeah. I had kicked all of their asses and still stood on top of that hill like what, what, what? Yeah. And so... I just basically don't like having somebody tell me that I can't do anything. And that's the way that it felt. It felt like it wasn't about the you don't want me or you don't need me. Because I knew that that wasn't the case. It was that I was being told that I couldn't. Yeah. And I don't take that very well. I didn't at the time at all. But what ended up happening is um, I basically ended up being able to like spend full time with Sadie. So it's like, I wouldn't give that for anything now. Right. You know, like we're, yeah. I mean, like you said, there were, there were things in place to where it, it lessened that blow and it managed, you managed to actually turn that into a positive. You got to, um, how are the levels Ellie? Are we both? Okay. Level, level, level check. No louder. You're louder though. Hello, 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 hello. What about me? What about me? What about me? Am I am I okay? okay. Am I okay? Am I okay? Turn my headphones up. Turn <laughs> me down. Turn my headphones up. Turn me down. Uh, no. So it was um, it was tough, but uh, the interesting thing is that 
pretty much like when the money was running out, I got a phone call from the network mm-hmm. and so it was like Cumulus was trying to hire me all over again and the very first thing I did was go into a ginormous building that Ryan Seacrest had a studio in and there was all this Disney shit everywhere it was right when Frozen came out. There was a huge, huge, like a six, six and a half feet tall Olaf playing a banjo yeah. in the hallway. And I walked into a studio and I ran Dennis Miller's show live. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Miller and myself and then Ted Nugent and his wife. Came yeah. Out. It's a good crew. I mean, that was the first gig I did there. So I was like, you know, I'm okay with this. <laughs> like, yeah. This all of a sudden is kind of big time. And so that blossomed and I'm still there. I'm here more now. And I really dig what's going on at this place. Uh, I really enjoyed working over at the Salem too. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it, like if it hadn't been for those places that you ended up, like who knows where, what we would be doing right now as far as this show, like part of the reason why this show worked out the way it did is because we had access yeah in in able to get into a studio and actually you know do this well and i was telling somebody the other day that um so i started working at the network i got a phone call from rob chickering who we worked with at klif he was like what are you doing right now and i was like man i'm available you know <laughs> it's you know we had a conversation about what took place and everything and he was like that's what i like to hear He's like, I got this lady. She's wanting to put a show together. There's money behind it, and they need somebody to come in and take care of it. And the person who was the money behind it was the person who hired Art Bell. Mm. It was the person who started Premier Radio. So this person, I knew very well who he was, and... Like, I'm like, I can't believe, first of all, that that dude is the guy that's, he's seriously, he's paying me. There's nobody, there's no intermediary. Yeah. It's from him. It's from his office. And the first time that I talked to him, I've been doing the show for like a month, maybe. And he owed me (laughs) $5,000 and I didn't give a shit. I was like, you're Craig Kitchen and you hired Art Bell. When... I was in college. I would tell all my friends, you know, I'm going to end up hosting Coast to Coast one day. And he was like, hey, you know what? We should we should get a demo tape together and we'll get it in front of I'm still good friends with Tom and no George. And that was the impetus for me being like, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. When we had talked about it. That's the reason. I yeah. was like, let's do this now. Yeah. And at that point, I was working at two other places. And I'm only sad that we we didn't get to record at the old ABC building. No. Yeah. But our work went through there, too, because... Uh, 
must have been on Red Eye. And I had seen <clears throat> that paranormal witness about mm, Highway 666, basically. Mm-hmm. And I recognized the lady on there. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And this is what happened to me. And because of that, a lot of other things have come through. And it's crazy. It's weird how stuff will work like that. You don't when you don't think about it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 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 hopeful that this you know this choice ends up that way too. Like I I feel like with this new job, I'm a kind of on the ground floor of something that could be you know I, I think could be a big deal one day, um, and and then you know here and I'll plus I'll still have access to a studio. So if we ever needed a studio, we can do that. And I think it'll give me a little bit more time to focus on this as well because I'll be, you know, working normal job, getting paid enough to actually take a vacation if I want to take a vacation and not having to, like, you know. Move heaven and earth but to in leave every a place. Exactly. I mean, the, I mean, even just the idea that I could say, hey, next week I'd like to go somewhere. And they'll be like, okay, go do that and not be, well, I don't know how we're going to have a find a fill in and this, that, and the other. We're paying you very little wages and working you way yeah. harder than we should. And I exp- don't know if we can allow you to leave, <laughs> Matthew. It was so funny because they, I, I was telling them, I, I think I'm going to leave. Here's the date. And they're like, okay, uh, we'll just need a letter of resignation. I go, I, I don't even know how to write one of those. Like I, I don't. This was, this was the only job I've had for the last over a decade, and any job I had prior to that was just like peace. I'm out. You know, I'm not going to be working here anymore. And they said, okay. To whom it may concern. Exactly. I'm out, Matt. P. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Pi. Like I, yeah, Matt Pi. That was weird in itself having to turn that in, and but uh, yeah, a couple more weeks there, and then I'll be out of the game. Still well, have my foot in. A little bit, but well, it's weird. The the guy that you are going to work for mm-hmm. really gave me my first big pep talk after I got fired. Yeah, um, met me at a steakhouse there in Grapevine, and was like, "Dude, psh, this is going to be the best thing ever. Don't worry about it. Always have something else going anyway." And that was your problem. You put all your eggs in one basket, and then yeah. the basket got took, and you didn't have anything. And so, you'll learn that you'll learn from this, and obviously, you'll bounce back, and this and that and the other. And he was right, man, one hundred percent. So, I think it's funny that, <clears throat> yeah, it's this- a small world, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm and if it weren't for the if it weren't for going over there, I mean it's just a like top to bottom. I don't know that I've ever worked at a place where I can sit and say I like every single person here. And I mean it's not that big of an office, but I like everybody here. I want to hang out with everybody here. I'm happy to go to work every single day. Like that's that's a big deal, you know. And heck yeah, it's a big deal. So I, yeah, I feel good about it, and I've it's it's good that for someone to look at you, 
and I'm sure you've been in this position as well, occasion. But it's good for someone to look at you and say, "You've got, you're important, and you've got something here. Like there's something in your head that we need, and so come in here and kick some ass and I, I like show us what you your got." Jibs. Exactly, cut your jib, fellow. And like as much as I feel like people in the radio business think that of me, you don't you don't get that all that often, especially if you're just kind of sitting put. You so. definitely don't get it over there at the sausage factory. No. And it's unfortunate because there's so many awesome people over there and so many awesome things that have come from that place, but they have stolen its soul and everyone that's there knows it. Mm-hmm. And whatever. I ain't hurting from it. It is what it is. It, um, like I told you, at least you made the choice to jump the ship when yeah. you did, and you didn't get pushed off the plank. But I feel like it's the right time to go. No doubt. Yeah. And hopefully that means we can even push the show even further. Well, I sure should hope so. I can at least get here earlier. That's one thing. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You can actually join us for our uh, pre show fuzziness yeah which is entertaining to say the (laughs) least um oh i want to tell you i'll have to tell you off the air officially where but um one of our good friends shannon Mm -hmm. went to uh a really amazing location this I, week, it was I saw her posting pictures. Is this what she was posting pictures of? I'm not familiar with where that is, so I'll have to hear. Um, you would know it if I told it to you. Okay. And she's this is kind of a thing that she's doing for like the insider. So, just to everyone out there, if you're interested, check it out. It's really cool. I couldn't believe it. I called her immediately when I saw where she was. Mm-hmm. And got to speak with her on the phone, and immediately I was like, what? Not just that she was there, but some of the things that were already occurring. Not, yeah. Um, this is a place that I would say there is a paranormal witness episode of this place, and it's one of the best, and uh, a bunch of the other shows. You know, the artwork has been there. Mm-hmm. And the fan art. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and explain to people why all of a sudden <laughs> they started seeing cartoon pictures of Zach Baggins? Not really. I don't, I don't even know. I Well, I don't know why either. You started it originally. but I threw down the gauntlet, but no, I'm but glad it was picked it up. like years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, just stumbling upon their, their fan art page. This is Ghost Adventures fan art. Which, if you haven't been indoctrinated in this, or if you didn't catch the stuff that was going on on Facebook the other day, then, uh, one, you should really be catching that stuff. Although, I, I think that was probably on our personal pages, but <coughs> regardless. Uh, Irregardless. So, you should look up just Ghost Adventures or Zach Bagan's so, fan art. So, you know the comments that I was posting of uh, that were like the like sexual pictures? Uh-huh. I don't know why or... I don't really know when, but a few weeks ago, within the last 
couple of months ago, maybe, for whatever reason, I, I'm sure that I just saw someone say something about, like, you know, that Nick left Ghost Adventures and they were, like, talking shit. Like, there was a Twitter war going on about, like, how <laughs> that show sucks, Ghost Adventures rules kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I started going through um, this back-and-forth Twitter war and ended up, like, either liking some and some people followed me and then I followed them back and I'm saying from the OK Talk thing. Yeah. I don't know. But a couple of weeks ago, it was when I was still homeless because I was in Tyler and it was whatever night that show comes on. Saturday night, maybe? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night. And uh, I open my phone up, I open my Twitter feed, and I see this tweet from this girl that's like, Zach pushed me up against the tree, his <laughs> hand grabbing my bosom. And I was like, Whoa. It's like fan fiction for... Dude, yes. <laughs> but he had, she had like tagged him in it or, uh -huh. you know, whatever, like included him and someone else. And I clicked on it. Dude, there were like a thousand tweets in a row. This was her Twitter, like... Yeah, like she's all, telling all of her Twitter account via the tweet of mm -hmm. like... How like he came to her house and met her parents, and then he like it's a very sweet story. Sexed her up in the <laughs> rain, sexed her up on a bearskin rug, took her V, took her A, <laughs> took her M, took her Q. You figure out what that is. <laughs> it was over the top, and I was like, I had this moment of realization where I was like, what is it like? To be that dude and yeah. go from, you know, your homemade videos with your buddies to you're at the point where crazy bitches are writing like long ass sex stories about you on Twitter. Exactly. Because, you know, I'm not any, you know, I'm not famous or anything by any means. But I do have a situation or two in the past where some people who are fans of radio have come in and said some things, and somebody's been like, "What is that bitch talking about?" <laughs> you know, like, I can't even imagine. And so when Megan commented, "Like, how does this even? Why is this even happening?" Where Zach is on top of a girl and she's holding a gun and he's holding a knife. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, and I was here, so I was like working. I couldn't really. <laughs> I wanted to just be like, dude, you have no idea. Did There's, that picture come from that, or was that no, no, something no, completely no, no, separate? That was just just a Google Ghost search. Adventures fan art. Yeah, images. I think I still have. The I best still have a tab one is open. The karate one, and I didn't see the karate one this time. Do you remember that one? that one? Um, where it was Zach on one side, like the karate video game. It was like Zach, Street Fighter. Oh, like yeah. Zach and then Ghost. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> no, I like, don't remember that one. You don't? And he was like kicking it. And it had like the life force for each one of them. And it was like drawn oh, in God. paint. I don't remember that one. 
Well, I guess I'm going to have to recreate it. We'll have to. We'll just have to find it. That uh, that that Zach Centaur got a lot of got a lot of play. Yeah, what was that? I d- yeah, I do still have a tab open for Ghost Adventures fan art stuff. Uh, here's them. Here's them as the lions from Lion King. It appears. Gay. <laughs> Gay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Here's them as uh, what appears to be My Little Pony. Um, I don't know why I was prompted to to get that ball rolling. Other than that's one of my favorite things to do is to look up Ghost Adventures fan art because mm-hmm. uh, there's just so much of it out there. It's so crazy. <laughs> hey, Ellie. Can you call somebody for us? Do we need to hide this phone number somehow? No. No. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to see if this is really a phone number. Could this be? It's Bigfoot 911. Oh, I've heard of them. They're in North Carolina? Yes. Yes, uh-huh. yes, I love it. Get Bones the dial working. tone. Keep it, keep it. Good in that sound. Yes. If the 911 causes the cops to show up, we're blaming it on the... Ow. Oh. B-I-G-F-O-O-T. I didn't think so. I never do. But maybe on that phone you do. Well, it sounds like the call went through. You think so? Yeah, because it didn't say that it wasn't in service. You have failed. That's a real bummer. That's a real bummer. It didn't even make it a week. So these guys are these guys are in North Carolina, is that right? Yeah, and they say that you can call Bigfoot nine one one and report a Bigfoot sight, and they'll come investigate. That's that's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, that's the idea. Is that not bizarre that it would not work? Because what if I have a very serious sighting? I saw some stories done of them, so they they probably had their phone number blown up by. By people like us. That probably is it. Okay, Ellie, so maybe let's do this. Not Bugfoot. Wait, what do I get if I search Bugfoot? Let's call Bugfoot 911 <laughs> and I'll report a fake sighting. How about that? Did you mean Bigfoot? No, I meant Bugfoot. No, no, no. M- Matt sometimes just talks. Let me email you this, though, and I feel like the second YouTube video on this page if you could play it off of the she said you want me to call Bugfoot (laughs) please please do Uh, let's see let's see if there are any stories of Bigfoot 911 being shut down okay so on this page 
Ellie, the, uh, the, the second video down. North Carolina man says he saw a Sasquatch. It's pretty great audio. The group out of McDowell County has been tracking the elusive, others say fictional, creature for more than a decade. Claim they finally have proof Bigfoot is in the Tar Heel State. Yeah, just roll it. Let's see what it sounds like. I come out here I tried to call him. Tim Peeler thought he was calling coyotes. Instead of them, him. He got something that frightened even the self-proclaimed mountain man. This thing was ten foot tall. He had beautiful hair. It scared me. Sergeant Mark Self as a Cleveland County deputy didn't see the creature this time. There was a eight to ten foot hairy man looking person. But remembers the stories of a Sasquatch when he was a kid. Was uh, killing some animals, breaking in chicken houses, killing chickens. It's the same M.O. that Tim says he saw for himself. The Sasquatch going after his dogs. I come out here and rough talk him and run him off. Got him to leave, called 911, then the creature came back. And I said, get away from here. <laughs> get. Get. Is that his rough talk? And he went right back out that path again. Deputies filed a suspicious person report, and Tim is still recalling the details. He looked like he had six fingers on each hand. Oh, this is new. But even though sworn to serve and protect... This is just totally... Uh, Blowing my mind that they've been brought back up. Are left manning up, at least for the cameras. Doesn't bother me now. I don't think there's anything to it. Tim knows you might not believe the story of the Sasquatch, and that's okay as long as you don't laugh at him. But he asks you to remember this. The legend of the Sasquatch has been here in Cleveland County for a lot of years. And that's because reports of the sighting of the Sasquatch keep reappearing. In Cleveland County and Sheridan, News Channel 36. Now, seriously, why can't we get a Bigfoot 911? I don't know. Call out. Um, Call it on your cell phone. I never... Uh, Just see what happens. I haven't heard these, the six-fingered reports. Is that is that something that's common that you've... Oh, yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah. The six fingered. Let me see if I can. Uh, do you have their number somewhere? Um, two. <laughs> can email them as well. Hang on, I'm pulling up their Facebook page. So it's two four four three. Wait, two four four three six six eight nine one one. Yeah. Oh, so it's just Bigfoot nine one one. That's what it said. Let's see. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. That's a real bummer. Poor sis. Whoa. Hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What's this? Dude, um, 
No. That kind of pisses me off. There was a story that said Bigfoot sighting in Longview, as in Longview, Texas. No, nah, man. It was the monster truck. Oh, that's that's a real bummer. Yeah. Real bummer. I'm trying to see if they list another. Oh, no. It's like the only way they're, or the, we could email them. <clears throat> How weak is that shit right there? They really needed to have that. They really did. There's a story on it. Let's see. Compelling radio. Just like in the movies. Boom, boom. Walking sideways to me. Oh my god. North Carolina is Bigfoot territory. No. At least that's what you'll hear from avowed hunters of the elusive, some say fictional, creature. This thing was 10 foot tall. A national Bigfoot research group that tracks sightings shows pings all across the Tar Heel State. There have been several reports just in the past couple years. He was like a basketball player mixed with a wrestler, a football type uh, size. Most of them debunked, forgotten, or both. Night vision scope, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cameras with LEDs, infrared illuminators. But now a group out of McDowell County that's been tracking the creature for more than a decade claims they finally have proof Bigfoot is here. They've been going on hunts, narrowing down their search. They posted these photos on Facebook. Footprints, they say, gash marks in trees. Audio clips of Bigfoot howling. And yes, even photos of what they claim is Bigfoot himself right here in the North Carolina backwoods. They're so confident they're on the creature's heels, they've now created a hotline for tips. And while no one has ever been able to prove that Bigfoot exists, this group swears they'll be the first. So if you see something unusual in the woods, if you hear something go bump in the night, Bigfoot 911 wants to hear from you. We've linked up to their information on our website. Reporting from NBC Charlotte, I'm Savannah Levitz. There were some scientists trying to the Sasquatch River. <laughs> Get out! It was a missing link. <laughs> so Ellie watched uh, the first fifteen minutes of Cry Wilderness with me. Did she now? She loved the MST treatment, or just the Cry Wilderness? Yeah, the MST three K. It was amazing, wasn't it? Are you going to finish it? Oh, that one, one day, day. One day needs to be soon. One day needs to be now. One day needs to be today. I saw a lot of people say that it had changed their life. Uh, yeah, people chiming in. I had people chiming in on a completely unrelated post saying that Cry Wilderness was... Hey, by the way, I love Cry Wilderness. <laughs> Shout out to my Cry Wilderness. How's the new... How's the new pad working out for you? 
Teddy. No activity? Oh, no. No, no, no. I Quiet. I wouldn't be in there if there was going to be activity. No. I feel like things have slowed down at our house as well. I'm not getting any. Yeah, your house was weird there for a little bit. It was weird there for a little while. I'm not getting any weird. Not getting any weirdness anymore. No weeds? No weird. It's kind of weird. I can't. I can't find any of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Were they typed or handwritten? We're typed. It's really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Quite unprepared. What, what were some of the <laughs> general the ideas? General topics? Well, I didn't want to tell you that there were hermaphrodites that were trying to kill people. Yeah? Yeah. You heard about that? <laughs> no. Is this a joke? <laughs> no. Okay. Because uh, I was like trying it. to figure out the punchline. What would the punchline to that be? I have no idea. Hermaphrodites are trying to kill people. <laughs> no, it's it's a serious situation. They're trying to kill us with, like, Ebola. What's this about, then? And not, like, sex Ebola. Uh-huh. But they're these giant African snails. Africa. Yeah. That's all you need to say. But I, I became fascinated because I had heard this story about these snails in Florida. They're just, like, wrecking shop, you know? Africanized snails in Florida? Yeah, huge. They grow huge. Uh huh. <laughs> like, but the problem is, it's not Ebola, it's like botulism or something that they have. I think that's it. Excuse me. You all right? No. I cracked myself up and then choked up. So, I just thought this was fascinating. Like, So last weekend, went to the Arboretum, right? Mm-hmm. And I love the Dallas Arboretum, like no, nobody's business. It's a great place. A little pricey, but a uh, good place. I, was, I got in for free, so I didn't oh, yeah. worry Pulling, about that. Doing that business? Just working my magic, showing my cleavage, getting in. <laughs> um, isn't that right? It works. They got me chips and extra hot sauce tonight. Open so, so many doors. Just telling you. You got to do is put a sock in your pants. You'd be amazed <laughs> what you get away with. So, uh, but no, there. Okay. So, when you lived over at the village, did you have any um, recurring pest issues? Not that I recall. Um, I don't remember ever finding anything inside, like roaches or anything like that. No, 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 no. Not, not anything gross like that. Yeah. There was a centipede issue. Yeah? Um, where, like, every... And it would be every year. And it was, like, they'd be everywhere. Recurring they'd be, centipede? They'd be, like, on the sidewalk and... No, I never had that. And, and it was, like, a certain time of year, and, you know, all the eggs would hatch that were buried in the ground or whatever. Yeah. And they were disgusting, you know, because they're centipedes. But like, was this most re- at your most recent place at the yes at the village? Okay. So like for the last couple of years. Well, so we were over at the arboretum, and they were everywhere, dude, everywhere. Like I have this video of 
uh, over in that new little kids area, they have like a huge caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And Sadie calls them caterpillars, even though I'm like, honey, no, they're they're not going to turn into butterflies. They're effing <laughs> centipedes, and they're disgusting. But like, I have this video of like zoomed in super close on the eye of this giant caterpillar because there's centipedes everywhere. And then like I zoom out and you see that it's like centipedes on top of caterpillars. Uh, I mean, centipedes are raw, man. Like they, they're messed up looking. Yeah. These are just the little wormy looking ones. They don't get bigger than that. You know, they're not the like wicked ones with like weird tentacles sticking out and, but it was every time of year, and they just kind of, like, I think what the situation is just the same as with the Arboretum. I mean, it's the same part of Dallas. Yeah. It's like they're buried in the soil or whatever, and if it's the, like, rain combined with then the heat, you know, which we got this week, you know, it just got hot last mm-hmm. week. That humid, steamy stuff, like, I don't know if that makes them all hatch at the same time, but they're just fucking everywhere. Yeah. Like, every wall that you walk down at the Arboretum, they were everywhere. There was no, like, there was no portion of that place where you could go a couple of feet and not see them. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention, but I don't remember ever seeing them, but maybe I just need to be looking a little closer. You do. Need to be more vigilant. <laughs> Centipede watch. But, I mean, I don't, you know, they, they don't hurt anything. They're just a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. So I saw I saw one of those big ones once when I was a when I was a kid. Fuck that! That was the first time, and I would I was always terrified of them because I always heard that they they could sting you. That's what I my think mom they can. Said, that's what my mom said today. But these little ones, the little ones probably can't. No, they don't do anything. But I've heard the big ones can, and and it hurts. So <laughs> it hurts I was real bad. I was I was terrified of it. And it hurts. And it hurts. It real hurts. Bad. It hurt me. Okay. Well, so this is a thing that I'm like, I, you know. You know me. I can get around a lot of stuff. I like I, a lot of the wall. Good Lord. <laughs> Good a lot Lord. of things like don't bother me, but like insects, like invasive insects bother me. Yeah. So I had a situation that I don't think I ever told you about that occurred in Grapevine. And the reason this has been on my mind is uh, so, you know, we moved, so I pulled a bunch of stuff out of storage and all of a sudden like I've probably seen like 10 of these little like little black beetles Mm -hmm. just like randomly want to walk across the floor and I'm like what are you doing you know yeah what are you doing here what's your business the other night I had this like epiphany where I was like dude the last time we moved stuff out of we used the same storage facility the last time we moved a t- couple years ago when we moved into that apartment in Grapevine or that house in Grapevine. These bugs came out. I think they're like there at the at the storage yeah. unit. They're hitching rides. Yes, like the boring beetle or something, <laughs> which just always makes me think of Dale Gribble, and it always gives me the creeps. And it really freaked me out because some of the stuff that we moved to our house, we have not had since we moved out of the house in Grapevine, which Mm -hmm. was two years ago. Case in point, that record player. This is disturbing, what I'm about to tell you right here. So, 
a couple years ago. I, I can't I can't really remember how it all started. It was obviously there before we got there. It's not like we brought it there or whatever. But do you know what a stink bug is? Yeah. You know, they're kind of little heart-shaped, got the little antennas. Yeah, they're real gnarly. Yeah, they're real gnarly. So I feel like it was, again, right about the summer. And we moved into that place in March. And so, like, within a couple of months of us moving into this house, I saw a couple of them. But, like, one day I just saw one, like, I saw something moving on the wall. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things. And I was like, ugh, F you. That's like a terrible bug, right? Yeah. Well, they are, are they the same as the, the kissing bug? Or they look similar? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the same same insect, but I think they look similar at least. And those things have like a nasty disease with them. Yeah, it's not. Th- they look kind of like that, but yeah. this is like. But this is the stink bug. Yeah. Just the general Texas. Like this. They look like this. Or that. Right. Yeah. They're bastards, right? Yeah. Okay, but see, here's the thing. Like, this is the way most of them look. The alphas look like this. There's different, like, this may be like a younger version of what this would become. Right, so that one's shaped like a a spade, basically. Yeah. this, This other one here is shaped like a spear or something. Yeah, and those... Dude, what I'm about to tell you is almost kind of unbelievable. Uh-huh. Like, those things are aggressive. And here's why. Here's how I know. What, so you have I one see, bow up I to I see one day, I see one of these, like, that's like a spade coming down the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, no. You know? Yeah. Get rid of it. See, within that week, probably a couple of days. Same situation, like on the floor or on the wall. And then I notice them outside, like when I'm walking up to the door, like I see them on the door frame. Mm -hmm. And now this place that we lived in Grapevine is an older house, and it was right by the lake, right by the Corps of Engineer property. Like I lived on Sasquatch's back door. You know, there was like a house across the street and then nothing. And, I mean, the whole reason that we had to move out of there is that whole flood and everything, you know. So, like, we were in the wild, as it were. Well, I saw these sons of bitches, like, on the door, and I was not having it. Now, for some reason, I had my dad's truck. I don't know if I had to move something or if something was wrong with I don't think anything was wrong with my car. But I was in my dad's truck, and I was working at that ABC building because I had an overnight gig Mm -hmm. and I was driving over there to that ABC building from the house in grapevine. And lo and behold, if I didn't hear this and one of those fuckers flew at me from behind me, it buzzed you. It buzzed me driving 70 miles an hour, six 35. I'm like, what the (laughs) no dude, 
I was completely freaked out and like, why is there one of those in my car? Like or in this truck or whatever. That isn't that's not cool, man. That like at this yeah. point I'm like, something's wrong. There's, there's a too many of them. There's a coordinated effort going on here. Yeah. There's a nest somewhere. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. And buddy, talking about creeping you out, that will creep you out when you start to think about like Thousands of those. Came, thousands of them. Yeah, the, like that infested show, you know? Yeah, like, well, it's like that scene from the Temple of Doom where they're reaching into the, the hole and there's just bugs yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but these little bastards, they fly, you know? Mm-hmm. They stink, obviously, because they're called stink bugs, and they do. And that's the thing, dude. They're like, what I figured out was we had this... Uh, area in the front of the house that was like ivy the whole like we had a regular yard and then we had a huge thing like that had the little you know the plastic wall around it yeah but it was ivy and the dude who owned the house who lived just down the way he was all about gardening and everything so like this was an area there was like all this ivy and then we had like a couple of these um like the wooden box plant holders on either side of like you'd walk up to the door of the house, but there was like an overhang garages on your left. You'd walk up to the door, little kind of little garden area over here. Mm -hmm. One day I was out there going to mow or edge or something. And all of a sudden, like I'm putting gas in the mower and I see this one that's like that spear, mm-hmm. but it's huge and it's green. And it flew at my face. Like I looked at it and it flew it. <laughs> it saw you Dude, see it. It fucking attacked me. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like later that day or later in the next couple of days. Like I started to notice the smell. Not like stinky, gross. It was like earthy. Yeah. Okay. Like musty or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, every time I'd walk up to the front door, I'd smell it. Like, every time. At this point, I still don't know what's going on, really. Reality has set in. Well, one day, I noticed like three or four of those out on the sidewalk, and I was like, I'm done with this shit. The big ones or the... No, no, no. Just the little ones. Like, I'd see them moving around. I'd be like, fuck this, you know? I'm not letting these things in my house. You know, I've got a little kid. Fuck whatever you've got going on. Yeah. I'm about to wreck your shop. So I had gotten one of those huge cans of like the raid, right? Like yeah. the just it's poison. <laughs> it's it pretty just, much just says that on the can. Yeah, like, just, yo, it's yeah, poison. Poison triple X <laughs> bug with its eyes popping out of its head, upside down. They don't even try to hide it. No. It's poison. So, like, I walked outside and I just went, you know, across a couple of them on the sidewalk. And what I was going to do is do the base of the house and basically do the whole barrier situation. Right. So, like, I step out of my door and I'm like, shh, on the ones on the ground. I turn around. I'm doing the door. And out of the periphery of my vision, I see movement. (laughs) And I'm like, what is this shit? You know? And it's that feeling like. Maybe some people don't know this, but like when you eat mushrooms or you eat acid or something, and like the like the situation starts to tilt, I felt like the ground was tilting. I was like, "What is this shit?" 
there are hundreds of them are coming up out of the ground. Ah. And I guess like that poison, just like doing the just yeah. on the sidewalk. Made them crazy. Like it had blown over into their, like onto the dirt, which like, and then into that ivy. Yeah. And, and like prematurely they were coming up out of the ground, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know why they were all there. <laughs> like it was like, it was the rising. Shit was on though. Dude. I was like, fuck this. You know, I'm like, at this <laughs> point I'm like, I'm <laughs> you know, I'm covering my mouth like it's burning. You know, like I still have a tick because of it. Like I, my low, you know, I'm kind of deformed a little. Uh, but I'm just spraying. I'm like, fuck it. And I throw the can down at the ground and like go inside. Like a grenade or just, just like, yeah, just like fuck, you know, until it's not going anymore. And I'm like, fuck it's like it. throwing, it's like throwing an empty gun. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. so. pow, 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 click, click, click. Fuck it. <laughs> so I jump back inside the door and I slam it shut. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look through the glass, dude. And it is like apocalypse fucking now outside. Like there are bugs crawling across, like they're melting as they're walking, <laughs> crawling out to the sidewalk. Thousands of them, dude. Yeah. Thousands of them. And so the other day, when I had this like moment when I saw that beetle, and I was right like, man, that looks like one of those beetles from Grapevine. I was like, what if one of those fuckers like Stashed laid, away. laid an egg yeah. in something, and it's been like dormant in this storage unit for two years, which doesn't make any sense, you know? <laughs> Just re- lying in wait. But I got it's like the White Walkers. Completely <laughs> fucking creeped out by it. Like, skin crawl creeped out so with that green did you ever see that green one again no but see, you think you were dealing with their king mom yeah i think queen. she had laid all those eggs right there and i was right there you know yeah because she was so bright green look and i never saw it again and i don't know if that's like a mating thing with it you know yeah it was clearly some form of leadership though oh yeah it yeah. was protecting the hive the crazy thing is it's like I lived through at least a cycle or two of them, like, hatching. Mm-hmm. Because that thing with the truck, like, that was the full year before. Yeah. So, like, the time when I saw the Apocalypse Now situation was, like, the next summer. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is, like, those things were all over my dad's truck. Like, they were all up underneath. Oh, really? That's, that's how one of them got in the truck. It just, like through the air vent, flew through it. So they were like, that they'd made a home like they there? they laid an egg somewhere yeah. near, and they had all hatched, and they just like, when they're little, little babies, they just hatch, and they come out, and they just sit there, yeah. you know? And that's what was like, so I don't know, man, if they were in the fucking attic of that house, but I'll tell you this. I bet they were in the house, or in the walls or something. Yeah. I guarantee it. I guarantee it, too, and I'll tell you this, man. Like, honestly, I would have burned that place to the ground. I was so creeped out. You know, and I didn't own the place. Mm-hmm. I was leaving. It never got to a situation where, like, you know, like it was a hoarder situation and there's raccoons on your counter just going through your jars. Yeah. As in Cry Wilderness. <laughs> but, like, there was some serious infestation shit going on there. Yeah. 
So I said all that to mention this about the hermaphrodites, right? And why they're going to kill us with botulism. Because these snails that are from Africa that are in Florida, they're fucking everywhere, right? It started like a couple of years ago. And they would, uh, they formed like a task force to, they had like sightings maps, like Bigfoot, man, like where they had the map of Florida and they would have like, like a person would call and be like, I saw a snail here. Yeah. And people from Florida would show up in like full on suits, gloves, and go through like, go through everything like uh in the you know in the garden and everything because they can get huge like this big yeah i've seen them yeah but obviously as babies they're little but the problem is tiny they're fucking hermaphrodites so like you take a bunch of the males away and and the females are like hey i'll be a male like whatever so we can do more of this whatevs we can snail (laughs) boink It really creeped me out, you know. And they're giving people botulism? <coughs> like if they touch them or something? Or get on their food? Something like that. It's yeah. one of those nasty-ass diseases. Um, the world? It's dark, isn't it? I hope the mics are picking that up. That sounds creepy. I thought for a long time this place was haunted, but I think it's just haunted by Doc Thompson. <laughs> that's creepy as shit. Will you shut that, Ellie, and turn that light on? And if he comes in here, it's good. Let's just turn this other mic on and have him sit down with us. No, no, no. Yeah, there you go. You're good. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Don't go too far, Ellie. It's freaking I'm me out. for you. I'm on... Uh, on Yahoo Answers. Urgent. Yeah. Urgent. Do centipedes bite? My two-year-old sister has a weird bump on her leg, and she got it right after being around a centipede. We killed it, but it was still moving. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Update. Also, we live in Georgia. I like how all the people on Yahoo Answers <laughs> read at a frenetic pace or talk at a frenetic pace. <laughs> right. That's disturbing, too. The best answer is just a bunch of facts about centipedes, and they don't seem to... That's boring. Yeah. Uh, Can you just Yahoo answer stink bugs? uh, Yeah, yeah. The venomous centipedes in the U.S. are found in the desert of the southwest, especially in Arizona. A bite from a California centipede may cause immediate burning pain, redness, and swelling. Ellie, look at that son of a bitch right there. Uh Uh-uh. Here are a couple of the trending topics on Yahoo Answers right now. What to do if casualty needs CPR but also has a knife in the back? And I have a fork stuck in my asshole. How do I remove it? Yahoo Answers, people. Get into it. Uh, Let's see. Let's look up. House centipedes? Oh, wait. Okay, I need to read this one first. Uh, I had a dream about centipedes. What does it mean? I saw a small centipede outside the room. 
While I, while I went out, my uncle was hitting it with a stick, and after some time, I was inside my room, and I saw a black centipede, which was very lengthy, two to three feet long in size, roaming all over my room, and I was trying to hit that. There was a soil under the table, and it got into it, and finally I couldn't find it. What does it mean? One of the characteristics that centipedes possess is their long, slimy bodies. They are wriggly and can slip in and out of dark areas without being noticed very easily. Also, unlike a cockroach, these bugs are generally silent and can move around without being heard for a long time. Apparently, that means something in a dream. All right, let's uh, stink bug. Stink bug. What would you like to know? How to get rid of stink bugs? How to kill stink bugs? What will kill stink bugs? What makes stink bugs stink? Where do stink bugs nest? Any of those sound interesting to you? Why are there so many stink bugs this September 2010? I want to know what makes stink bugs stink. See if there's any genius answers. Uh, let's see here. What makes stink bugs stink? They don't offer any sort of explanation. Uh, stink bugs stink for this is the best answer for two reasons. First and most important, they emit a nasty stink spray produced in the specialized gland between their thorax used to repel predators. Second, they use it to keep track of themselves. It's like a natural G, uh, GPRS where they can keep uh, each other in the radar through the sticky scent, stinky scent. That's why you will sometimes find flocks of stink bugs flying around like an armada of insects. So another, yeah, yeah, yeah. So another one, the leaf footed bug. Mm hmm. That is, uh, <laughs> wow. That's what these, these gnarly critters are. Stink bug facts help. Leaf-footed bugs make a loud noise when they fly by or as a means of defense when they are threatened or bothered. Ooh. A foul odor can also be, be emitted as a defensive adaptation. So could that have been what you were dealing with? Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. They are everywhere, too. Like in every state. I just think that we always call them stink bugs because... They did stink, and we probably fucked with them as kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But those little ones, they look similar little than to that other thing that was pulling up. Yeah. <sighs> oh, wait, here you go. Green stink bug. What type of metamorphosis does the green stink bug have? Also, also, a, uh, well, A L O S. I assume that means also. Also, what social behaviors do they have? <laughs> Thanks in advance. <laughs> Thanks in advance. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I I don't know. Like I wiped out a colony. But I, I feel like you didn't, though. I feel like you wiped out. No, no, no. I didn't say I wiped out every one of the colonies. Yeah. There were probably 13. 
<laughs> but I took one of them down, and I will tell you this. I probably bought <clears throat> like six cans of that raid. Uh-huh. That like it's purple and black and on like a shelf in the back 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 end right. of Target. Don't go near it. <laughs> Poison. I also would like to report that I felt some sort of joy from from, from burning them to the ground. <laughs> that with, is very satisfying. With chemicals, you know. Oh man, like, that's super disturbing for me to admit to you, but like it was so to me after those motherfuckers had done what they had done last summer. Uh, I was having a big problem with wasps at my house. Like I, I had not been stung by a wasp since I was a kid. Which kind of wasp? Uh, the uh, like a yellow jacket. Okay. Um, I had not been stung by one since I was a kid, and in the span of a week, I got lit up three times by wasps. Ooh. Uh, Because you wear shirts like that that are pink. I know. They were like, oh, what's this dude all about? (laughs) Surprise. And um, it's a good shirt, by the way. And I mean, they were, thank you, uh, they were like hiding out in places I would have never expected. Like, we had a little, um, we have a bunch of like potted plants out, out on our porch. And there's a we have a metal parrot that is just like yard art basically, <laughs> and I walk by it one day taking the trash out, and boom boom hit twice walking by this thing. And I'm getting chased like away from this this parrot, and I go, dude, is there anything funnier than watching someone run from? Oh a no, wasp? <laughs> yeah, you're just like <laughs> you know, just like, hands I wish flailing. That there would have been yeah, I wish yeah. there would have been a camera train on you. It's like you're being chased by a ghost. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> so I go back and I'm like, where the where the fuck do these things come from? And I I go back and look and they had made a nest like that complete. It's you know I mean it's maybe about as big as this microphone setup here, and they had made a nest that just filled that entire thing like they just filled that whole son of a bitch up and they're all up in there. Um, and then I had a couple of like really big nests up under the eaves. So I found this, you know, they had the spray, like the 20-foot spray, which is one of the most satisfying things in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. That thing will, the trajectory on that thing, it's intense. It's amazing. It's incredible. Um, and I found one that's that, but when it hits, it turns into a foam. Have you seen this? Oh, no. I love the sound of that. Though. Yeah, dude. It, it like it. So I sprayed one at a, at a nest, uh, and I didn't realize I'd gotten a different kind, so this was like a surprise. <laughs> I hit the nest and it just like encases the entire thing in foam. Are we gonna we gonna get baited? Did you see that? There's something that flew in here. Shit! Not even kidding. Um, and it just makes like a case around the entire nest in foam, and they just and then they just like start. And I mean, there were probably a hundred, two hundred on this on this nest. Like it was an enormous nest. And then you just watch them fall off into like giant clumps. Just dude, that dude, get that phone. Those things could kill you. Yeah, man, it's That's it was frightening business right there. Yeah, and I had probably at least four nests of that size last summer. Where wherein usually I would find maybe one big one uh, over the course of the of the summer, but last year for whatever reason they were freaking everywhere. It's global warming, man. It is. It is. But get that. I'm telling you, man. Get that foam stuff. Is this, a, this guy fighting them? 
Is he just using a a water hose? What it looks like. What an idiot. That doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> I guess we'll have to post this. <laughs> So, have you seen this video? It was a couple months ago of this guy who. It's like an uh, African guy who. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, Af- like, like, has an, an, has an accent, has an African accent. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and there's a. He's up on a ladder and there's a nest. There's like a giant wasp nest up here. And he doesn't have anything with him. And the dude reaches up with his hands. He doesn't have gloves on, anything. He reaches up with his hands, grabs the freaking nest, and just starts smashing them in his hands. It's insane. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And he doesn't die? No. He beats them. He beats them. Like, it is... I'm going to have to look that up, because it is nuts. We always... uh have so much of a problem with the like hornets, those yellow jackets. The red ones are the ones that drive me crazy. Yeah. And I've also got a, the big ones that live in the ground. There's apparently a reason too that like I think I heard that those like when they sting you, they like it's like a pheromone that gets in you so that the other ones know to come and get oh, you. Oh, like it draws them in? Yeah, which is disturbing. So like the like theory sting- being that, like, if you get stung by one, the chances of you, like, over the years of getting stung by one go up. Oh, it stays in you? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> We're scaring the shit out of Ellie. <laughs> have you seen the ones that live in the ground that build a nest? Like, they have a hole in the ground? I mean, those things are, like, that big. They're enormous. So, supposedly they don't get you, but... I don't believe. I don't buy it. I don't get you. I don't buy it. You know what, Wasp? You just don't get me anymore. (laughs) They don't understand me. (laughs) You're just like my parents. I don't have anybody. Wasp, you're the last thing I had. I don't have anything to talk to. You don't get me, Wasps. (laughs) One of my best insect exterminating, again, kind of me admitting to you that there's a chance... Like, if I would have done any of this stuff with a mammal, you would have known I was going to be a serial killer. Yeah. But the other way, I just turned into just a weirdo. But uh, some my pops, he bought this place out in uh, near Hawkins in East Texas back in the day on uh, called Holly Lake Ranch. It was like a golf course out there or whatever. But it's, you know, just in the middle of the piney wood. And... Before we started constructing this house there, it was just a piece of forest, you know. Mm-hmm. And there were... Sasquatch land. Of, uh, again, on his back door, there were massive fire ant mounds. Oh. Massive ones. And... I imagine they're bad out there. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, just in the middle of the woods, yeah. You know, huge and gnarly and uh i don't know how long that the golf course had been open but this area 
we were just like right off of like the 13th fairway or something mm-hmm. like deep enough in it that yeah it's just the woods you know people bought this huge tract of land built a golf course now it's like a nice little development or whatever but <laughs> this thing man I, I didn't know I don't know why I got this idea or where it came from but I just poured a bunch of gasoline on one of these mounds one day. Yep. And I lit that bitch on fire, you know. And the gasoline on the outside, it all burned, you know. And it's burning the mound or burning the mound or whatever. And I'm, like, enjoying watching them suffer. <laughs> and the flames on the mound, like, they died down. And I stomped on it. And, like, 30 feet away, fire flew up out of the ground. Whoa. That's that's like there awesome. was a tunnel system of them connected. Yeah. Once I figured that out, dude, that was like all I did that summer was go and fuck. Like I would, I would find a mound. I'd pour gasoline there. I'd find another one and pour gasoline there. Uh huh. I'd find another one, pour gasoline there. I'd find another one, pour gasoline there. I'd light a fire on each end, or I'd light a fire here, touch this one, and watch that one like. Because then, you know, if there's flames down here, it's the fumes that are flammable from right. gasoline. It's not the liquid. So the fumes get down in the tunnel system, and there, but there's fire over here. So that's why, like, when I stomped on it, it forced, you know, that, that fire went, all, that, all the fume caught on fire, and it rushed through the tunnel, like, backdraft. Yeah. But what would be awesome was that you'd just see it, like, like because then the fire would hit. A huge pile of flame yeah. on top, and it was like setting a torch. That's it wasn't awesome. just like blowing up out of the ground That's and then going away. It was like. Dude, I had no I idea I, they built so many inter, interconnected mounds like that. Yeah, and yeah. that is spooky right there because then you realize like they're basically everywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty much everywhere. And what is the size of the queen that's down there? Right. They're just like running shit below the ground. But man. It's disturbing how much fun I had with that too, and and loads. Yeah, I I don't know that I ever got beyond just like dropping an M eighty in the middle of it and running away. That is, which is stupid. Oh my god, that's just stupid because you're just blowing them everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) which is (laughs) they're gonna be pissed and they're gonna land on your neck (laughs) if you run away. They're gonna be in flight. Yeah, yeah, son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, no, M eighties though. There is a place for them in this world. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you where one of those places is. Beneath a G.I. Joe. It's for one of them. That that works. <laughs> but um, when people are in a swimming pool, throwing them into the yes. swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. like a depth charge. Yeah. Because they stay lit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, light the fuse, get away, drop it in there, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> And then having your buddies who are in said water, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it in my balls, man, <laughs> or something, I don't know. The fireworks are amazing. They really are. They really are. Have you got to play with big, big fireworks? Um, Not like enormous. Like the most were just like really elaborate, uh, like mortar shell, like artillery shell setups. And we would do dumb, I mean, God, we did so much dumb shit with that, with that stuff. We got one, like a 12-pack, and 
found we had a big one that went off, and then so it had just had the, like the empty cylinder. And we had a 12-pack of just the regular artillery shells. And so we tied all those bitches together and threw them down in there. And they don't have a way to launch, right? So they're just in there it's exploding. Just explode. Yeah. So it's just like an enormous flame shooting up from the from the thing. But man, that was awesome. But when I think I think back, like that's how people like that's why you're not supposed to, yeah, to like mess that's around. That's how with you're them. a New York giant and you lose a hand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and you have you end up with crab claw hand. Yeah. Um but nothing beyond that. Well, super now super famous OK Talk participant, um, Josh, my buddy, mm-hmm. one of their many, many money-making schemes in the day was they would buy, they owned a uh, a fireworks stand down south, just south of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You know who loves fireworks? Who, like Mexican people, you mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't say it. Uh, I assume that's what you're talking about. And so, you know, there's like a few really big firework holidays, right? There's like yeah. New Year's Eve, 4th of July, obviously big. People buy them for like Memorial Day now too, mm-hmm. but it was really those two weekends. And <clears throat> leading up to that, he and his cousin would basically like they'd go there and they'd live there at the stand for like seven days. Yeah. They'd open it and they'd be there all the time because people buy fireworks at the weirdest times of night. You know, it's like driving yeah. home from the bar. Like, Let's get some fireworks. Yeah. If you're you open, know? if you're a fireworks stand open at 2 AM, you're going to, you're going to get business dude. And they would make a killing. But the best part of it was nobody ever bought the big shit ever. Mm-hmm. So he would always come back with a shit ton of cash disposable income and the best fireworks on the planet you know the stuff that when the cops come by you're like no i don't we don't have any that no (laughs) and then you know it's like chinese grade yeah the stuff that makes a dragon that flies down and scares hobbits (laughs) and uh oh my gosh so multiple times we were in we were at acu and like you said, like, oh, we have 12 mortar shells. Like, we had, like, 300 yeah. and <laughs> multiple canisters of them. So the best part about ACU is, you know, as far as, like, a security situation, like, it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Pretty low. Um, I mean to say that you, if you're a girl there, you're safe on campus or whatever. But if you're into mischief, you can get away with a lot. Yeah. It also helps when person who's committing so much mischief with you is related to the person who runs the university (laughs) but uh we would just obviously we'd be doing our thing and then it'd be like hey let's go let's go up on the hill there you know they call it chapel hill or the chapel on the hill overlooking the city set a few of these mortars off yeah and uh i mean in the middle of the night, in Abilene, Texas, where it is flat as yeah. can be, you, oh, you get on a see high that, point. See those for miles. Forget about it, dude. Forget about it. And I remember we had this situation where, at first, we're not worried about anybody catching us doing it. We're like, we're going to draw some attention, and then we'll see people coming, so then we'll get away. Yeah, and this is not 
this is not around Fourth of July. This is like no. afterwards, oh, like well yeah, afterwards. No. Mostly, all of this stuff would happen in the early part of the year because it was generally after New Year's. Yeah, when we'd have it. Um, I mean, we had some summer. We did have summer parties, but the reason I say that we had a crap ton of them for my birthday one year, uh, and multiple times we had full-on bands playing at a Olympic-sized swimming pool in Abilene mm-hmm. to the to the, the just distaste of the entire neighborhood. <laughs> Didn't understand why all of a sudden someone had set up a PA in their backyard <laughs> and was effing rocking the joint. Yeah. Hey, but it's Clint's birthday, so we'd get away with it. But the, I, I specifically remember it was cold, so it would have been post-New Year's. But the campus was full, so this is an early spring semester. And we lined several of the canisters up in a row, filled with the mortars, and then had the fuses. Mm -hmm. And usually Josh or had a couple other crazier friends that would be involved in lighting some of the the elaborate situations that we had lighted up. There was always something to it. But I would I remember specifically Josh jumping over a wall and like his boot kicking one of the mortars, oh. and we're in this situation <laughs> on on the top of this hill overlooking the campus, where all of a sudden this we had three pointed straight up, but he had kicked this one and it wobbled and fell this way like right next to a wall. <laughs> so all of a sudden it's like. Phew, phew, phew. Into the sky, and you know how those go. Yeah. It's like, boom, (laughs) boom, 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 and then boom, Uh, right on the other side (laughs) of the cement. And dude. Did he realize he kicked it over? No. uh, You know, he jumps. We're all sitting there, like, on the other side of this wall, like, looking up, and then all of a sudden, it's like we had been hit with a mortar (laughs) shell, you know? Like, I think I went kind of deaf. I'm like, Tom Hanks. Yeah, like looking around the battlefield at my fallen soldiers and like, just everything's in slow motion. <laughs> and just, it was so bright. And all I remember was how blue it was. It was blue. And it was so blue. <laughs> and once you realize what had happened, and as that is going, kicking them off, so there's like six of them or whatever, Kicking into this wall, you know, it's obviously like shoots it out. It spins around, points that way, you know, at shit. Like, yeah. and again, we're at the highest point probably in Abilene on the top of that campus. They're just launching it down so now, across the town. Now there are kids that are down there getting fucking yogurt or whatever, like, <laughs> and they're being assaulted. And at the same time, we're broadcasting our location with yeah. these, woo-boom, woo-boom, woo-boom. <laughs> Now, the problem is we were laughing so hard that escaping was an issue, but we were attempting to escape. Now, two of my friends were running, and a security guard on a golf cart came after him, and he's like, hey, you two, hey. You know, is they're, like, hightailing it. Yeah. So he's coming after him after, on the golf cart, and they peel off from each other. Well, he stops the golf cart and gets off and goes after one of them. Well, that kid 
he just happened to be, you know, semi-professional tennis player. He could <laughs> run for years. The security guard, not so much. Yeah. But there's also an unattended golf cart. Right. There. Well, Jason just turns right back around, jumps in the golf cart, and takes off. <laughs> so after we all arrive at our original location, and up pulls Jason in a effing ACU security golf cart, like, hey, guys. <laughs> Dude, the dude that owned the house was like, what are you doing? Get, get out of here with that thing. No, it got parked in the backyard, and like a week later, a trailer showed up and took that to Dallas, and it was sold and mm-hmm. probably used for something else. But the next day, I lived across the street from campus, and the chapel on the hills like, lived in this condo, second and third story, and a chapel on the hills across the street. And the next morning, I, I woke up, and uh, I had a patio outside my ba- bedroom door. Opened my patio, go sit out there, got a little coffee, and I looked to the chapel on the hill, and there is, as big as this room, just blue, like a blue stain on that white granite. Oh yeah, like that. And I was like, oh my <laughs> god. There was like a. St- university-wide email out about it (laughs) (sighs) lots of fun and again one of those situations where you don't realize why someone lost a finger right or didn't lose a finger i guess yeah and amazing you came out intact in some of those situations yeah so very visual though thinking about it being tom hanks in a battlefield (laughs) (laughs) There's actually a videotape that exists of two of the people that participated in this situation getting lit out of their gourd and on homecoming day at ACU one day or like after chapel at, at a busy time on the uni- on the campus of the university driving their truck just up onto campus and just driving through campus like across grass and everything and videotaped it uh-huh. and just people like oh my god like screaming to jump out of the way that kind of wild ass shit yeah security guards trying to like you know and videotape the whole thing videotaped <laughs> i have it in my possession i was i had to swear like a blood oath that but that was a long time ago now, I think. Yeah. Could make YouTube histories. We could blur out their faces. It would be good, right? I think that's fine. There's a kid that's uh, the reason that I think that it was like a there's a kid that's not of age there, you know? Mm-hmm. And of all the chaos that's going on, is they've got and they've got some fish jam turned up to like <laughs> the nine. So it's like You know, and this truck is just peeling out like through the campus. There's this one moment where William's holding the camera up, and this kid just, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like How long is this? Oh, it's a few minutes. Yeah. They drove from one end of campus up onto the grass, all the way through campus, out. And there's actually like, you know, they put poles and shit up so that you can't do stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he took his truck through two of them. And there was like a little yellow line on the back end of his truck where <laughs> like it just wouldn't just to get Didn't through. quite make, make it. And the entire time I was at that university, those poles were like this. 
You know, I uh, often I've been taking Northwest Highway home towards the lake, and so quite often I'm passing Casey's number two. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I thought you were going a different direction with no. that. I thought you were going to talk about the dog man situation. No, no, no. But no, no. I keep passing that area, and I haven't driven up in there yet. To, you need to. I think I feel like I know. Like not knowing where exactly where it is, just looking at the buildings and looking at the surroundings, I feel like I know where it where it was. It's just there's an aura back oh, there. Oh yeah, and I have a pretty good idea of where it was. So we'll have to, we'll have to go pinpoint it one day. But um, I looked online for like any kind of a mention mention of it, of it anywhere, and it's hard because of its name, like the K and the C. Yeah. You know, you put that into Google, and it's just like it's difficult to figure out how to say that as a bar in Dallas because you type in KC2 Sports Bar, and it's just like every Kansas Kansas City City. bar. Or you type in Kansas City or KC2 Dallas, and it's the bars in Dallas that show Kansas City Chiefs games. Yeah. No. And I don't know how I could have, like, even come up with the – Info from the towing company, you know, like how, like it was just a dude. Yeah. And I don't know how I could track it down. It's sad because I was just hoping that there was some sort of a photograph of, of its existence, but I don't know that there is. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I, I feel like it was a better time when Casey's was around, <laughs> though. The world lost. I something. even looked up that band, The Barflies. Mm hmm. I mean, there's got to be a million bands named that, right? You would think. Yeah. But in Dallas? Maybe not. They have Dallas locked down. They're the only Barfly franchise in Dallas. Man, it could have been a time warp, you know. Uh, there's yeah. no reason that all that shit should, was going on that early in the morning. <laughs> it's totally uncalled for. But we did our best to contribute to it. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Um, beware the hermaphrodite snails and other creatures and critters. Watch out for the botulism and the stink bugs. So um, tell people what to do. Uh, what you should do, uh, you can always find us anytime at oktalkshow.com. You'll find all the past episodes. You can search for episodes there. Um, you can check out the artwork that we put along, which I think I feel like we ought to Include some Ghost Adventures fan art for this one. Yeah. Um, Ellie, you should Google the Ghost Adventures <laughs> fan art. Just Google that. Uh, so that's at OKTalkShow.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash OKTalkShow. Uh, post a little thing on there today about the most frightening documentaries you can find on Netflix. And again, I know I mentioned this forever ago, but it's still there. The Nightmare uh, ranked number one on that list for a reason. That is a fucking scary documentary. Uh, check it out, people. The Nightmare. You can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash OKTalkShow. Uh, we have an Instagram now, OKTalkShow. I'm not really sure what's being done with, with the <laughs> Instagram. You know, why, you know why I haven't done anything with it is because I have to sign out of my other Instagram yeah. to do something with it. Um, I need to just have it on, like on the computer. Oh, whenever we go places, we got to... We got to gram it. Uh, what up, Sean, by the way? Our boy in Australia. What up? All the way from Melbourne. Yeah. Sent me a video of people 
casting a fire over an ant colony. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So, yeah, uh, Instagram. We are OK Talk Show on Instagram. You can reach us via email. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's? He says that there is a post about Casey's, too. Now, was he able to find this? Best bar for the common man. Oh, Lord. Casey's, too. A Dallas Observer article. 2004. Does that match up? How much better is he at Google than me? He's a lot better. I got paid to Google. Yeah. The jukebox. Click that. All right. So breaking news just now coming into the OK Talk Live. All the way from Australia, folks. Apparently. The Dallas Observer via Australia. This is like it. This is the wheelhouse. Like this is 2004. Would that have been around the time when they oh. were shutting it down, when he was throwing Dude, furniture I'm, out? So remember I was telling you about leaving the note about, like, sorry, baby, I gots to go see the fish. So that would have been 2003, mm-hmm. 2004, I was here. Best of, best bar for the common man. The jukebox is filled with classic country, 70s rock, and a few blues brothers. Christmas lights line the area above the bar, and a stream of water trickles from one section of a leaky ceiling tile. Does this check out? <laughs> Casey's too. Does he give an address? In all its glory is a badass little bar room on Northwest Highway that serves up bud in a bottle and anything else as strong as you want it. Casey's patrons are the epitome of the common man. No frills, no fuss. They're friends, too, or maybe just friendly, and they fully comprehend the concept of come as you are. No pushies. And we like that. (laughs) Pushies. We also like the dirty joke we heard the last time we were there. (laughs) Do they give an address? I mean, surely they got to tell you where it is. It just says on Northwest Highway. Mm. But... Are we happy that there is validation? I, I really, honestly, Sean, you win. You are the OK Talk champion. No, yes. A winner is you. Because I want to see if, I want to see exactly where it was. I mean, I showed you, you know, like it's that. Well, I know, but I know what, I want to know which one it was. I want to, because there's a couple of buildings back in there. And some random doors. What good are stink bugs? <laughs> what do stink bugs do? What good are stink bugs? What do stink bugs do? What with two T's, by the way. 6524 East Northwest Highway. 65. Hang on. Holy shit, there's a phone number. East Northwest Highway. Yeah, that's it, man. They call that Lakewood, which I don't know, wouldn't, but. Okay. Yeah, this checks out. Uh, <laughs> my, my story checks out. Is so, we- yeah, I mean, look, so it's dropping the, the pin. I don't know if you can see this here. But it's it's dropping the pin at that smoke shop, but it's behind, it's got, it's behind that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh 
that building that looks this long this long building right here yeah. right and it's on the uh so it would be on the side not facing the highway so like if northwest highway runs like this that building's like this the bar was the entrance to the bar so like back here uh-huh like northwest highway's right here uh-huh. so like yeah so it was like here facing that way like oh like facing out that way mm-hmm. okay yeah that's definitely the that's definitely the building that i thought it was in man Wait a minute. Uh, here's an answer. There's a service listed like a KC service. I wonder if... Is that his towing his service? Toll service. Here's answers for what the stink bugs do. Like mosquitoes and houseflies, they serve no purpose. <laughs> I think houseflies serve a purpose. <clears throat> what Man. is the deal with stink bugs? Man, I totally failed at calling this KC's too. It was just the Roman numeral two. That was all we needed. Oh, I mean, it's a classy joint, right? And then Roman numerals. Obviously. How come stink bugs have been all over the place lately where I am? Is it me? It could have been you that posted that. Stink bugs are, A-R-R, so annoying. <laughs> Pirate posted that one. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, um, um, thanks for the update, Sean. Yeah, huge, huge win. Huge. Huge. Uh, you knocked that one out of the park. That's amazing. Um, if you have any other information on Casey's number two, you can email us at oktalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for coming by, guys. Mm-hmm. I solicited uh, a few of you who heard this as it happened, and now <laughs> we will um, light the fuse and let it get away to the masses. I solicited some stories about, since the nightmare is about sleep paralysis, I solicited some stories about that. So if people want to write in their experiences with sleep paralysis you can okay talk podcast at gmail.com or hit us up at any of the other uh, services of course find us on itunes stitcher tune in google play leave us a rating and review do that now oh yeah because we got like our first uh you suck oh really good and i completely completely <laughs> associate it with me talking about the moonlight oh yeah yeah what did it, it say it, it said Meh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, this is my first podcast. Mm. It's a lot like McDonald's food, overhyped and underdelivers, oh, or overhyped boy. and not much meat. So, yeah, we, and I mean, it came the day after we did that last thing in here, uh-huh. which I just have to think. You know, I mean, I got text messages saying, whoa, bro, <laughs> from people. I wouldn't. What in the? That was Ellie. Oh, okay. You know, the Lord. Yeah, that was weird. We're going to get some more mess. I'm definitely <laughs> mad after Meh. that. You um, logged on to AOL in there. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, um, please. 
Please, please, please. Come. Cancel out that negative review, no, folks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> See if you can best it with your best worst review. This is awful. Meh. And we agree. Meh. What? A, this is my first podcast? Yeah. Meh. First of all, it's like hopping in the deep end, folks. Yeah. We will honestly... We'll put you on the front page when you come like that. <laughs> so. All right. Stink bug out. Yeah. High five, Sean. Um, high five, Jarrah. Um, high five, Casey's number two. Man. So high five, great. centipedes. F a stink bug. <laughs> F a stink bug. You're going to have to watch this ants on fire video. All right. I'll check that out. when I wonder in times when I don't concepts I ponder and concepts I won't ever see God is in one of these former
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.